Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast, where we help one another find, keep, and share our confidence in Christ. I'm your host, Ainsley B. It's an honor to bring you some inspiring conversations with amazing guests. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to kindly ask if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect on Instagram, so find me at Ainsley B. Okay, I can't wait anymore. Let's get to know our guest. Hope Moquin served in her role at Free Chapel College as the director of student life for three and a half years, then transitioned out to pursue life coaching full-time. She's an author of the book, The Second Table, and a co-author with Tony Collier's devotional, Overcomer. Her heart is for people and helping them navigate through their different seasons of life while pointing them back to Jesus. I'm so excited for our conversation. Let's welcome Hope to Wild Confidence. My girl Hope is here. I'm so excited to talk to you about all things engagement, marriage prep, all the things. How are you? I am so good. This is my favorite thing to talk about. Um, it's what I'm known for, I guess. And so I'm happy. Yeah. Relationships and sharing all of your wisdom. Yes. All of my dating fails. That's where the wisdom <laughs> comes from. <laughs> same, 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 same. <laughs> totally. Okay. So I asked Instagram, like, okay, what do you want to know about specifically when it comes to the season of engagement? You know, you're preparing for marriage like it's a pretty big season. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot to take <laughs> in and it's a lot to like, it's more than I anticipated it to be. doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's just, it's a lot. Ooh, what do you mean it's more than you anticipated it to be? I'm just curious. That's probably just a personal thing that like, I, I'm not a good planner and like, I don't really think of like the full picture. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to get married because this love my life. So it's going to be great. But then it's like, oh, we actually have to plan a whole wedding and then figure out how to merge our lives together. And it's just like, there's a lot of factors that go into that. And <laughs> yeah. So it's like step by step. Honestly, I think sometimes it's better that you just kind of get pushed into the deep end and just dive right in because otherwise there's so much like overanalyzing. And if you just like are in it, you're just, you're just in it. And you're like, okay, well, we have to survive. So we make adjustments along the way instead of like anticipating all of that, you know? Yeah. I do a lot better like that in like high pressure, like high stress environments rather than like tiny little details. That's why like we got married kind of quickly. It's like, I didn't want to have this prolonged thing of like trying to figure it all out. I'm like, I would rather just get shoved in and figure it out and just say, Hey, let's go with it. Yeah, for sure. Why not? Okay. So currently as we're having this conversation, um, you're in, you're engaged and when this comes out, you will be married. So we're going to talk about it from your season of, uh, of current, like what are you currently doing to prepare for marriage? Not the wedding, but like marriage, what are y'all kind of doing? Oh, Man, well, we went through marriage counseling, which was very helpful. I recommend that to every single person. And I've heard a lot of different views um, and opinions on it of some people saying they don't need counseling. And I'm like, everybody needs counseling, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to like for marriage, you're taking two broken people essentially, and you're putting them together. And like, I think you're very foolish if you think you're just going to have an amazing start off with two 
really broken people coming together and hoping to make something that is wholesome, which might, yes, with Jesus, you can, but it's like, why not work out your differences and talk about the things that are really important before you step into that covenant um, and get it sorted out now. And so we went through that, which was, wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, Cause I mean, we've had a lot of those serious conversations before we had decided to get engaged and get married. And so that was something on a really like practical side. Um, I've just been cleaning and getting rid of so much of my stuff that I don't need. I know that's like <laughs> silly, but it's like, I've, I've thrown away so much because it's like, I just don't want to haul all this stuff with me. And so those are two things. And then just trying to um enjoy our engagement and like not just be so focused on the wedding which mark would be like shaking his head if he was right here because i have done a terrible job at that um (laughs) and he's been really on to me saying we need to enjoy our season of engagement and not be so focused on the wedding so help me (laughs) what's so funny is that was that's literally my next question like how do you not how do you not let yourself, and maybe you can speak to something Mark has <laughs> said, but how do you not let yourself get consumed by wedding planning? Yeah. So here's the deal. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say this sounds so bad, not fake it till you make it. But like, I, it, as a girl, I feel like that is such a day that you're anticipating for that you're planning. Like this is like your day. And so to just like shut it off and not think about it, I don't think that's possible because I've tried and it just doesn't work. And so honestly, like it has been running my mind 24 seven, but I will just shift our conversation over to something unrelated um, just to try to be more in on that moment and just like not bring it up. And so for us, we haven't like late at night, we won't talk about it because I don't know, conversations get pretty heated late at night. I don't know if that's like something that everyone... Yeah. Yeah. I like to go to bed early. So like I get tired and I just get like snappy and grumpy. So we don't talk about it late at night. Um, And we've just set aside like direct times and days to talk about wedding stuff specifically. Um, And then for me being a girl, if I want to talk about more wedding stuff, I'll just call one of my girlfriends or something and not, not put it on him. So he doesn't feel like all of our stuff is just about weddings. Absolutely. That's actually great advice, especially the late at night, because we, to this day, like if it's past 9 PM, we try to save it for the next day. No Mm -hmm. one's thinking clearly. No one is, no one's emotions are clear and it's just, it becomes a disaster. And it's like, you can avoid it. You can avoid it. Just hold on to it until you're arrested because you're likely not thinking clearly as you're processing. If you're, if you're the one bringing it up. Yes, all of our like heated arguments, which I'll be open about, they have only been at night. Every single mm-hmm. one of them, they've just been at nighttime. So I'm like, we're just not going to do this anymore because I prefer when we don't fight. Yep, exactly. And then I want to, this is jumping a life stage, but whenever um, I was pregnant and we were with our friends and we were like, they had just had a baby and they were like, okay, we want to share with you some of the best advice we were given. And we were like, all right, let's go. And they were basically like, almost like pre forgive yourselves and each other for anything that is said between the hours of like midnight and 6am because you're just not (laughs) sleeping. And that was such good advice, but it just lends to the fact that like sleep deprivation is so do just do not, do not bring up anything in that time. 
Because it is just so bad. It is a disaster. I'll tell you this. Um, because I'm I've been on, I'm on the other side, right? I've done the wedding planning. I've done the wedding. I'm already done with it. It's been Okay, I don't even know how long it's been. I'm not even going to try to think. Uh, at least five years. I think more than that, but at least five. And I honestly, like one of my biggest pet peeves was whenever someone would say, I, I don't even remember my wedding day. It was all a blur. Like that killed me because I'm like, you did so much work to not even be able to like remember the day. And I was like, it just crushed my soul for the people who say that. So if there was one thing that I think we did right is we had a really, really slow morning of our wedding day. Like we didn't see each other, but I mean, I was just with my mom and my sisters and he was with his um, dad and it was just so slow. And it was, we all kind of got to soak in the day and like, Mm -hmm what was about to happen. And we just got to hang out. And I think that it helped kind of recenter everything. It wasn't like, wake up, go, 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 everybody get your hair and makeup done. All the bridesmaids are coming over. We're meeting here. We're getting brunch. We're doing this. So anyway, um, I think that that is one thing that we did right. So for anyone who is planning a wedding, I would definitely say, take that morning, at least, at least like a couple of hours to just become present with what the day is about to hold. Because then I think you kind of, your nerves calm a little bit. Yeah. If you can sleep the night before. Um, I know. I wanted to do that. And then my makeup artist literally just told us, she's like, we need to get there at 730 to set up. And I was like, oh my God. But we're doing a first look. And I know not everyone does a first look, but for us, that's going to be our time to like, um, just soak it in like as each other before we see everyone else and so and we got a videographer because you know I'm gonna mm-hmm. for, I will forget that's just how I am so we got a videographer mm-hmm. to replay the whole day for us which I'm excited for for sure that is a hundred percent a must videography definitely a must yeah. okay so in the midst of your planning and just everything might be a little bit crazy what are some things that you think are not worth stressing over or not worth kind of, uh, worrying about? Um, I'm like, it takes a lot to get me stressed in general. So that's like, I feel like I can't really relate to super type A people who probably do stress about every little detail because that's just not me. But it's like, I think it's so silly to stress about the people who can't come to your wedding. Cause like that is just going to be a big factor. You're going to invite so many people and a lot of people will not be able to come. And don't take it personal. It's not because they don't (laughs) like you or they don't want to be there with you. It's just life is life. People have jobs. People have finances that they can't always fork out. And so don't stress about um, being disliked if someone can't come to your wedding. I think like I almost struggled with that at the beginning. Um, But then like I had to backtrack and remember like a few years ago, I'm like, I couldn't always make it to stuff that I wanted to. And it's not because I didn't care about somebody. It's just, I had a life and I, and I couldn't make it. And so don't stress about that kind of stuff. Um, and it's just like, be aware that everyone's human, regardless of how good an event is planned, that something might go wrong. Something probably will go a different way that you want it to go. Um, and just remember like why you're doing what you're doing. Remember like you're getting married to the person that you love 
And so all of the details that shouldn't be a determining factor if your day is going to go really well or not, which I'm speaking to myself too. Obviously I want everything to go well, but it's like at the end of the day, remind yourself like why you're getting married um, and let that be the focus. Not all of the pretty little plates and decor that honestly, honestly, no one will remember. Honestly, honestly, no one will remember it. It's like (laughs) so sad to hear, but the napkins that you have with your like names and initials, like they going in the trash at the end of the day. No one's taking (laughs) that home. (laughs) Like no one is taking those home except for you. (laughs) Literally. Y'all it is happening. I am so excited to finally bring you the book that I've been working on called Don't Date a Boo Boo Dude. It is a guide to raise your standards, realize your worth, and remove shame from the dating game. I'm writing this book on a mission that girls everywhere will embrace a wild confidence in their identity in Christ and fulfill the calling that God has placed on their lives. Y'all, it's time to raise the bar, link arms, and fix our crowns. The book is now available for pre-order on Amazon and it officially comes out August 2nd. I'll tell you the most, here's the two things that people care about the most at weddings, food and music. Yeah. Got good food. If you got good music, you could get married in with zero decorations and it would still be a good time. Yep. That's it. If you got good, especially in the South, if you got good food and you got good music, you're good to go. So maybe stress about those two things and that's it. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. The decorations, like I get it. They look great in photos and videos, like for sure. There, It's awesome to have those little touches, but ain't nobody remembering that. I know. It's been like interesting for me because it's like, I don't like the word like influencer stuff, but I feel like so many people have just asked me about like my wedding details. And it's like almost like put this pressure of like, it has to be good because everyone's asking me and they're going to look at it. And I'm like, this, that's toxic, first of all. And that's not a good mindset. And I've had to get out of that, but everyone keeps on asking me. And I'm like, I'm like, stop asking me because you're stressing me out. And like, (laughs) I want it to be good, but I want you to stop asking me because I'm nervous now. (laughs) (laughs) for sure well I will not ask you about the details because I don't think they matter a lick I'm (laughs) totally silly but no I get it I get it I get it and I mean I think a lot of people do stress about that I think that's where so much of that um the consuming comes from is those details that's what that's how you stop in enjoying the engagement season is because you're like no but the I can't even think party favors or whatever, like, oh, these flowers have to be in this specific spot. You know, all of that is so, it can be all consuming, especially you said that y'all are getting married in a different state. And that's like (laughs) a whole thing, a whole thing. Okay. So you mentioned having a short engagement and I would love to talk about that more because Um, I think there's so many differing opinions and views on that Mm -hmm. and ever it's, you know, different for everyone, but what went into y'all's decision to have a shorter engagement and what do you think the ideal length for engagement is? Okay. I said it was short. Our engagement was six months. Um, but I've known people who have literally had 
three month engagements, which that gave me like an anxiety attack. I'm like, I can never plan something in three months. But I think my personal opinion is that if you're dating the correct way, your engagement doesn't need to be super long because you wouldn't have got to the point of engagement if you were dating the right way and asking the right questions. When you got engaged, all of the stuff that you needed to know would have already been answered before you stepped into that. And I know some people might disagree, but like that is just, that's where I stand with it. And so I think practically, if you want a wedding, I think six to nine months is like a great time frame to be able to like plan it and everything. You are like a magician if you can do it under that because I <laughs> cannot do that at all. But when we started dating, we, we really knew like pretty quickly that if this person has everything that I'm looking for. It just felt natural. It was like, I feel like you are my best friend. I've known you forever. And so we dumped in, dumped, we like dove into <laughs> super serious questions, like really quickly because it was like the attraction here, everything's lining up. But now let's ask the super serious stuff to make sure like that lines up too. Because if it doesn't, obviously this isn't going to work. And so with me being in Atlanta and him living in another state and just the direction of our lives we're going, for us, it made sense to get married more quickly so we could just step into the next season um, together. Because I was just transitioning out of job and he was getting ready to transition. And so just the timing for us, it made more sense to get married more quickly rather than um, trying to figure out if I was going to go move there for like a month and then move somewhere else. Oh it was just gosh, chaotic. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we did. Yeah. You do have to keep like all of those kind of life details in mind, like uh, the timing of everything and how it all works out. Mm -hmm. Did you have, one, I know one of the things that so ours was nine months. And I think the only reason we had it that long was for my dress. Like it wouldn't be ready if I didn't do it in that specific time frame, was yours going to be, it did that play a factor at all? I know that's like a random question, but it just kind of popped in my head. I thought that it was going to, but I partnered um, with this wedding dress company called Everlasting Bridal in Monroe, Georgia. And they were the nicest people I literally have ever met in my life. And I went in there and like in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to have to ask them to like ship this like sooner? And I didn't have any problem. They're, they were like, it'll be here in eight weeks. And I was like, oh, well, perfect. And so I pick it up on April 8th, actually. And so lucky, Amazing. I didn't have any problems with it. But I know a lot of people have had like horror stories with that. And so I'm sorry for anyone who is having a horror story. I cannot relate, <laughs> but I feel for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Gosh, that's awesome. That's awesome that you've had a great experience with that. Um, or the timing worked out. Mine just took so long, but I went to Kleinfelds, which is like, you know, the place oh, in okay. New York. Well, like, that's why. Yeah. I, I knew that's what I was getting to, but, um, that's why ours <laughs> was longer. I would have gone shorter for sure. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't even, I, I guess like there, there is an excitement and an anticipation to enjoy in the engagement season, but also the engagement season and the wedding does not hold a candle to the adventures that you have when you're married. Like it's mm -hmm. so, I think there's so much like anticipatory feelings of the big thing that's about to happen, which I totally get. But at the end of the day, those, the like love that grows, you know, how people are like, I'm more in love with them now than I was on our wedding day. I was always like, nah, okay, but whatever. But it's really <laughs> true. Like that's really how it works because you go through adventures or hard stuff and you're just like okay like 
this person is here forever. That's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, okay. <laughs> that was just my little soapbox. Okay. I'm going to tell you something that I'm kind of obsessed with. Jess Connolly told me about it and I'm not ever turning back for sure. It's called Newly. Basically you subscribe and rent any six styles of clothes every month for 88 bucks. You get fast free shipping and returns. There's no hidden fees and you can pause or cancel at any time. I gotta tell you, I my favorite thing there is the free people dresses and I have a referral code for you if you go to ainsleybritton.com forward slash links to get $10 off of your first box. Okay, so in the process of planning, have you and Mark had to like compromise on some things? Like what do you think that people should and shouldn't compromise on when it comes to the wedding plans oh gosh (laughs) um I feel like it's like we've had a lot of arguments but like honestly I can't remember them if I'm being honest we have definitely disagreed on things one of the things that we like really were butting heads with a little bit was if we should do a first look or not um Mm. he didn't want to do one and I wanted to do one um and so he kind of like compromised on that with me to do it I think this is just how I pitched it. I pitched it in a very good way, to be honest, <laughs> and roll his eyes. But it was like, when you do a first look, um, it's like you guys seeing each other. That is like your first time both seeing each other. Rather than when you walk down an aisle, it's like your first time is everyone else's first time. And with all of the nerves and everything, um, we just wanted to like, I wanted to be able to have time with just each other to like be able to pray and like just have our moment because we were going to be, um, with everyone else for the rest of the night. And so he compromised on that. Um, I think it's important to, if you have like a very strong family dynamic, I, I don't really, he does more so than I do, but, um, not to plan your whole wedding around them, but to be honoring if like they want something or like something's very important to them. And so just to be, um, open in communication with that and to be able to, um, bend a little bit to make room for that kind of stuff. Maybe Marcus compromised a lot more for me now that <laughs> because I also oh <laughs> um, our officiant. I really wanted my pastor because we have such history. If he has a mentor, which is amazing, he's going to be there. He's going to pray over us and stuff. But he's known his mentor for like a few years, and like the pastor, his name is Blake. He's going to marry us because Mark compromised but it was like that was the middle school pastor who literally kicked me out of youth group and then years yes. later was my boss and like now they're like literally my family and so I have always said like he will have to be the one to marry me and so I told Mark that and we had to talk about it Mark is a great guy he's very he's very flexible <laughs> I love you Mark um oh, amazing. yeah I sound probably stuck up because I don't really know what I've compromised on Cause he really hasn't asked me to. <laughs> no, I don't think that's, I honestly don't think that's a bad thing necessarily because what you're saying like could be in reverse, right? Like yeah. it at, for anybody listening, if something is important, you know, it could be in reverse. So for our wedding, Justin's uh, mentor and our pastor at the time who Justin had more history with is who married us. So mm-hmm. I honestly think it's like, who has, the stronger, um, I don't know, pastoral tie to really speak to the miracle of marriage. 
or the miracle of this relationship or, you know, the, what you're about to step into. So I do think (laughs) I hear what you're saying, but I do think it could go either way, you know, especially the family, family thing, whether it's, um, just, you know, we're in, I'm from a Cajun culture, very family oriented, very loud, obnoxious family. And there's, you know, some things that are important that happen at a wedding or at at some, anything. Um, so like you were saying, like honoring the culture of the person, like, I love that. That's so true. And could go either way. Yes, like Mark is Romanian, and so we're going to have some Romanian dances and, like, playlists and everything for them because a lot of his Romanian family will be coming. And so I don't know any Romanian songs, but you know what? I'm still going to put them on there because compromise. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> Look at you. Yes. <laughs> you feel a little bit better. We've, we've yes, I have to add something in. <laughs> touched on something that you compromise on. Oh, that's so funny. I love it. I love it. I think that it is harder to like really slow down and enjoy this kind of moment of you're still technically like dating and even though you're engaged, obviously. And um, I know that so many people struggle with the in-between, right? That like almost but not yet season. So I'm wondering like, are there, do you also go on date nights? Like how do you treasure and stay present in this almost season? More specifically, I guess, for the dating pre-engagement, like how did y'all do that? And then um, what are you doing now? Well, the last time I saw him was, I think March 1st when I flew out from Seattle and I will not see him until the wedding. And so this is <gasps> oh like the gosh. longest we've been apart. I know, struggling, <gasps> but it just didn't make sense for us to spend, because long distance is expensive. So it did not make sense yep. for us to fly back and forth to try to see each other again. And so, um, that's, I mean, we're human. We argue. That's probably like one of our biggest things that we clash on is like how to love each other long distance and how to be intentional with time difference with both our lives and just still making time for each other. Um, and so we're trying to be better at that, at setting set times for us to get on FaceTime, um, have no distractions and just give each other, all of us and all of our attention. But before engagement, um, Mark, I don't know how I ended up with Mark. He really is amazing. Like very different than anyone I've ever dated. He was very pushy and like wanted to make sure we had date nights. Like he still says it all the time. Like at least once a week, he wants to go out, have a date night just for us. And so before that we went on dates like all the time. I I know like our dating season is probably like different than what a lot of people would have experienced. It just worked out crazy with me because I literally was in a job that demanded my attention literally 24 Mm seven. And I transitioned out of it a week before I met Mark. And so I had like all of the free time in the world essentially for like months while I was figuring out what I wanted to do. And so it just allowed me to like really be all in and just go on all these dates and have a great time. But I will say on the other side of like in this in-between season, there has been like a side that's been really hard to it because talking about compromise is that like I've been in ministry. I know that like ministry is where my heart is at. But while I'm dating someone that I know I'm going to marry who lives in the other side of the country, 
I wasn't going to go apply for a job in, let's say, Chicago or like New York or something and then go move to another state while the person I'm going to marry is all the way in Seattle. And so, like, I really um, have just taken a back seat and kind of let him do his thing. And, like, I would do my own stuff remote for this season of my life. And so the in-between is just kind of like, I don't know, just kind of going day by day, trusting the Lord's going to figure something out. But just kind of being in a season of being still where I'm at and just letting him do his thing. Um, so it's, it's kind of like all over the place in a, in a good way. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like yeah. more pe- more people um, relate to things being all over the place than not. Yeah, for sure. You know? <laughs> Like, really, if you have your stuff together right now in your early 20s or mid 20s or even late 20s, like, that's amazing because I still or don't. Or whenever, I'm, truly. I'm not even in my 20s anymore. <laughs> yeah. I got a whole kid and I still don't have my stuff together. So don't worry, everyone. <laughs> I feel like we never actually have our stuff together. And if people say that they do, I think they're lying. I Agreed. think they are liars. <laughs> Agreed. You know, I remember actually, um, I want to retract a statement that I made to you specifically just me and you when we went to lunch, whenever I was in Atlanta, I remember saying that I would never recommend uh, or never tell someone like, yeah, you should definitely marry whoever you met at 23. And I think think you did say that. And I was like, I did say that crazy. (laughs) No, I did say that. And I, what I'm saying is I want to retract that statement because I said that because I was 23 whenever me and Justin met. And then you looked up to me and you said, I'm 23. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, you know what? And the more I thought about it, I was like, it worked out for both of us. Why, why would I say that? (laughs) Like, why do I, why would I think that? And I think that it, it came down to a, I don't know what, I don't know what it was necessarily, but the point of what I'm trying to say is I would like to retract that statement. And I would like to say that age is irrelevant and whenever you're ready, you're ready. Period. That's all. That's period. I want to retract that statement. (laughs) I didn't take it personal. So it's okay. (laughs) Well, I was like, you and I both, it worked out for us. So I'm like, what, what made me say that? You know, why? Who knows? No, no reason. Not true. Um, anyway. Okay. So the last question I have for you is, <laughs> I already know the answer to, um, and you know that I have, I can say yes to this, but have you ever dated a boo-boo dude? Dated a lot of them. Every <laughs> single one since I met Mark, before I met Mark, sorry, not since. Oh my God. Before I met Mark. <laughs> All of them. Honestly, same. And I'm wondering, like, if you have one piece of advice for someone who is either, like, dating one now or might have just ended a relationship with one. Truthfully, I, like, I get a lot of sympathy when that question's asked because, like, yeah, it's funny, like, ah, boo-boo guy or, like, freaking stupid guy. (laughs) But it's, like, in the moment, like, it is so hard and it is so hurtful because you there's like such an attachment there but like what I tell everyone is like you have to care about something greater than yourself you have to care about your future you're gonna have and like your future kids and like your future family 
Um, like, is that a person that you would want as a husband? Is that someone that you would want as a father? Would you want to have a child who was a spitting image of that person? If the answer is no to any of those, like you have your answer and that shouldn't be a hard thing to cope with. And I know that sounds like kind of like insensitive, but like truthfully, if that, if there is any hesitation with any of those, like there's your answer and like celebrate that you have the opportunity to get out of it now before you step into some marriage confident and then have to deal with that later on. Like be thankful that you have the opportunity to choose yourself and to choose God and your morals and your values now. Yes. 100%. I could not have said that better myself. And I'm thinking like of a practical thing that goes right in line with what you're saying is like, write down all of the bad and then literally go down that list and thank God that you're dodging this bullet and this bullet and this bullet and this bullet. And then the next guy, make sure they have none of those qualities or don't do any of those things. Yes. Sign sealed delivered. Yes. And don't run in circles, please. Wait, what does that mean? Like go back to the same person? Yeah, mm, yeah. I, I did that before. I kept on running in circles. I said, oh, maybe they changed or maybe I was crazy and they're actually fine. And I'm like, no, I literally broke up with them for a reason. Mm-hmm. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> You're so right. I love it so much. I love that advice. And I can appreciate that you are able to speak to that like, I don't wish that on anyone, obviously, but there, it happens so often and you have a voice that is so wise whenever you share that advice with people. So I'm very thankful for your voice. I'm very thankful for how you use your platform and I'm very thankful for your friendship. Oh, thank you. I'm very thankful for you and I'm very excited <laughs> for you and everything that's coming. Oh yeah, girl. It's going to be a wild ride. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at AinsleyB and my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.